too fast to prepare for this. Tripping in the world could be dangerous. Everybody circling his vultures. Negative, nepotism. Everybody waiting for the fall of man. Everybody praying for the end of times. Everybody hoping they could be the one. I was born to run. I was born for this. Rip, whip, run me like a racehorse. Pull me like a rip. All right, everybody, welcome in to the Pigskins and Tutus podcast show here on a Saturday afternoon and a beautiful Saturday it is. This next week is going to be great weather-wise. Uh, I think it's going to stop raining. We get into the 60s today right now. The wind's a little little busy, um, but it's 66 degrees outside in February, and you can't beat that by any means Um what a wonderful February we've been having. This last, this last week's been rainy here in Texas. Um, but it is supposed to be clear and sunny coming up. And i um, looking forward to that. I had to work this morning. Um, went shopping, ran some errands, did some things today. Tomorrow, um, probably take the kiddos to the park. The wind's not going to be blowing as much. And it will be a nice day outside. So looking forward to that this weekend. Um we had a birthday this week. My little girl, Phoebe, has turned three. She is our middle child. Um, and she is such a blessing in our lives. And she's a, um, she brings sunshine to us. Uh, she puts a smile on her face. She's always um, relatively happy and just smiling. And, and she's the, little, the kid that likes to be tossed around and tickled and, and loves to play. So... I love that for her. We 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 wrestled last night, as a matter of fact. Um, so for for Darla's birthday when she turned three, two years ago, we blew up some. We blew up. Uh, well, I say we. My wife. I, t- I put the girls to sleep. My wife blew up seventy five balloons. We stuck them in the hallway, and when we woke up, we Darla came out into a big pile of balloons, and she really enjoyed it. So. We bought some balloons for Phoebe. Thought it'd be a great thing. Um, I blew the balloons up this time. We blew up 60 balloons and put them in the hallway. But I had to go to work. Um, so my wife had a little video of it. And she came out and they were super excited to play with the balloons. And we got balloons all over the house. We still do. I told them we're going to have to get rid of some of them because they're everywhere. Um, 60 balloons is quite a bit to be just wandering around the house. Um... We, we baked a little brownie um, and celebrated a little bit. And I told her, you know, when we're going to take her to that Peppa the Pig experience. She's big into the Peppa the Pig. I'm pretty sure if you have kiddos, you know the Peppa the Pig. Um, Darla's big into that too. So they, they opened up one at Grapevine Mills Mall. Um, it's a Peppa the Pig experience to get to go in and, and, and live uh, a little bit like Peppa would and get to experience that part of it and um we're looking forward to taking her um it's a little pricey but it's going to be worth it uh, we we took um darla to the crayola experience out in um i think that was plano i think it's plano it's in a mall and um it's about 20 bucks a person just just like the pepper the pig thing and the, the crayola experience was, was really fun and they had a blast out there so i'm hoping that she'll have a really good time 
at the Peppa the Pig experience. If any of you have been there, please let me know how it is. Um, I haven't checked the ratings on it, but I'm pretty sure it's going to get good reviews. Um, this week we're just kind of just trying to get ready. It's almost baby time. We got uh, let's see, we got two weeks, I think, two weeks and a couple days now, um, which is leading us to ex- to excitement. Obviously, we're excited to meet our little Lorelai and be able to hold her. And um, but it also leads about stress. If you if you parents out there, um, you know when you get down to the to the last couple days and maybe the last week, you start stressing out about do we got this, do we got that? Um, we're getting the house clean, getting things in order. So um, we are excited, obviously, but we're kind of getting that that nervous uh, little little stress going on. We're, we're scheduled to go in at a C-section. At 9:30 on March um, 7th, so that's right around the corner here, and we're looking forward to that. Um, I got some sports topics, obviously, to get into today. Um, <clears throat> a lot of craziness going on. There's been some NCAA talk. We we got one of the big free agents in baseball signed already. We're we're kind of continuing to wait for Bryce Harper. We got Antonio Brown demanding a trade. We got. Um, Laker talk, we got the AAF talk, we got it all here on the Pigskins and Tutus podcast um, show. I'm going to start off with a little bit of NBA for you, um, more of just a little bit of Laker talk. LeBron James says he has activated his playoff mode this um, this week, and um, a lot of people are making fun of him, and I do, you know, with LeBron James, I, I do see a difference in our, I've seen a difference in when he really wants to take over a game and when he's kind of just um, in the beginning of the season just kind of playing. And, and he played a little bit. You know, he played this season. He's been averaging some good points. other night against the Rockets, the first game back from the All-Star break, we were down 19 points. LeBron James finished with 29. We came back and won in overtime um, to beat the Rockets. It was a good win, good team win, good good morale there to come back from 19 down against a good Rocket team and get that first victory of these last 25 games or so. I'm mean, looking forward to them seeing what they can do. They have the toughest schedule um, going into the second half of the season. So he comes out and says, um, comes out and says that activation mode is that playoff um, act uh, playoff mode is activated. Um, we're in the 10th spot um, right now, so we 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 got it. We need some help to get into the playoffs. <clears throat> but then you ask yourself, if you're a Laker fan or, or or a basketball fan in general, or even to any sport, when you look at it this way, and, and it includes football, um, basketball. But personally, do we want to make the playoffs? Because we're fighting for the eighth seed, and we're going to get whoever plays eighth seed is going to play Golden State first. And be bounced because Golden State's going to win. Now it would be a treat to see LeBron James play the Golden State Warriors and see what he can do. See how many games he can be able to win with this Laker crew. But I don't think it's going to be many. Uh, if we make the playoffs, we're not going to go far. If we got to play the Golden State Warriors, so maybe if we get the seventh seed, maybe it'd be worth it. Um, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I I personally don't think we're going to make the playoffs. Um, Sacramento Kings, I think, are the eighth spot, and they're playing pretty well, and they played the Warriors really, really well the other night. And um, I say, you know, if we don't make the playoffs, which we probably won't, we let LeBron James left, rest. 
sorry, we let LeBron James rest. Uh, we get into the offseason and figure out our plan going forward. The plan to get Anthony Davis didn't work out for us. Um, they weren't planning on trading him to L.A. Um, and made a whole mockery of the whole whole situation. So, personally, I don't think we get Anthony Davis in, in next year. Uh, I think he's going to go to Boston Celtics, and I think that um, they have the best trade offer for him. And if the Boston Celtics offer up Jason Tatum with others that they've offered, I think that's the best trade spot for him. But who knows what could happen. I think Boston is that final landing spot for Anthony Davis. And then you've got to look into the fact that is Kyrie Irving going to stay there with Anthony Davis since they're really good buddies? Or is Kyrie going to go to the New York Knicks and maybe join Kevin Durant? Now that's a big difference, uh, big top, big different topic and a whole other discussion going on in the free agency market. So we can, we can kind of um, stop that there. But I do think he will be in Boston. I don't think he will be with us. And, and mark my words here, I'm going to go ahead and say it. If, if we do not get a, a couple or at least one big free agent to come LeBron, to come join LeBron James this next season, the Lakers will not win a championship with LeBron James. Um, mark it down. I said it. It's not going to happen. It is 138 Saturday, February 23rd. So, Mark my words, if the Lakers cannot get a big free mark free agent in the in the free agent market this summer, then I think the Lakers will not win a championship. I don't think if we can't get Anthony Davis to um, L.A. and with via trade over this off season, I don't think we can get Anthony Davis here. Later on, I think wherever he goes, if, especially if he goes to Boston, I think he'll stay there, especially if Kyrie stays there. Now, if he goes to Boston and Kyrie leaves, then I don't think he stays there. But, like I said, there's a lot of different stories that tie into the Lakers, tie into free agency, tie into Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and all that good stuff. But I, I look at it as let LeBron James rest. We're, we're not, even if we do make the playoffs, um, and come back from the 10th spot, I think it'll be a great feat. But we're not going to beat the Golden State Warriors. So let's get real and figure out what we're trying to do here. But we need it. We got to get a um, new coach next season because Luke Walton's not doing the job. I don't know who's going to be in to be able to step in and work with LeBron James. But um, LeBron James wants Luke Walton out. I truly believe that. I don't. He hasn't came out and said anything um, against it that I've heard or read. Yeah, but his um, team of people have continued to complain about Luke Walton. So, um, but the NBA, uh, there's been some great games last night. The Golden, or not the Golden State, the um, Utah Jazz played. Oklahoma Thunder went to double overtime as Paul George George hits the last second shot to to win. Um, a good game there. You got DeMarc DeRozan going back to Toronto for the first time, and he got a standing ovation. And they really loved him there. But at the end of the game, he turns the ball over as he gets double teamed. Kyrie Irving, or not Kyrie Irving, sorry, Kawhi Leonard slams home the dunk, and the Raptors end up getting the W. So some big, uh, big. Close, really tight games last night in the NBA. And if you're not watching it, then you're missing out on that. Um, 
and I didn't put these in my notes. A story broke the other day. What did Robert Kraft from the New England Patriots, who owns the New England Patriots, was caught um, going to a massage parlor to get a happy ending, if you know what I mean. Um, he got caught. The FBI has been stinging out this place, and they said they there's been over 200 arrests um, in this whole thing, and it's... Uh, Ian Rappaport has reported that that uh, Robert Kraft is not the biggest name on this list. Um, they say they have him videotaped twice in the act of doing so. So he will be charged with with um, that. Now, my first thought was, um, well, let, sorry, let me point out too that it's a sex trafficking ring. This this these these girls have been brought over to this country and to basically be sex slaves. They're held there against their will, and um, it is a bad situation. Now, I don't think Robert Kraft had anything to do with that part of it and knew anything about that, and if he did, then there will be big, huge... Um, rep- um, there will be big, huge... Um, what's the word? For, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Repercussions to that i think he will then serve jail time and and maybe have to give up his ownership of the patriots i don't know but i don't think he had anything to do with that that's just all speculation right now we don't know much more into it he's come out denied it um but they got him on video so if you got him on video you can't deny it i think he should have come out and and uh Stepped up to the plate and said, yeah, I did it, my bad, um, but then denied the whole sex trafficking knowledge. He didn't know that. It is what, you know, it is what it is. He made a mistake or whatnot, whatever. Um, but my first thought was, what an idiot, okay? This guy makes millions and millions and millions of dollars owning the New England Patriots. He can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants to. Um... He could have had a girl come to his house if he wanted to do whatever. He could have gone to a brothel, a much more respected place to do this and not, and get away with it. Um, I, I mean, and the guy is married too, so it throws another another um, another flame on there to make it even worse. Uh, but my first thought was, why are you going to this place? It's it's at a strip mall. Um, Apparently, I haven't seen it personally or, or, you know, on the internet. But uh, from what I've read and what I've heard on the radio is that it's basically a rinky-dink and little Asian, uh, I think Asian little place in the in the strip mall. So I don't see why he's going there. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. But um, to each its own. I just think he's stupid to put himself out there and then get caught like he did. So uh, that was a report breaking, and they talked about it all over the radio. It's all I heard all night, and it's to me. Um, it's not the fact that, you know, it's just, it'll be a fine slap on the wrist. He'll get, um, some community service. Um, but other than that, to me, it's not that huge of a deal unless it breaks out that he knew that it was sex trafficking and had any part to do that. Then I think obviously that would be a big part and a big issue. I want to apologize if you do hear a crying baby in the background where you're dealing with a sick kid, so bear with me if you hear any any noises 
any crying babies because uh, that is going on right now. Um, poor Annabelle is sick. So, but anyways, um, Manny Machado is also signed this year or th- this last week. Um, he has signed with the San Diego Padres, and my first thought was, was he obviously must not want to win. <laughs> the San Diego Padres are not a winning organization. They haven't won in a long time. I can't even name too many players on their team. Um, but they signed him for $300 million contract over 10 years. Um, it's all guaranteed. So $300 million guaranteed. They wanted him out there. And I don't blame him for taking the money. Now, don't get me wrong. I would take $300 million to play to play a sport that I love and to live in San Diego by all means. But how much does he want to win? Um I think it's a big question. I think with his attitude problems he's had over the past, um, we'll see if he continues to do such stupid things, what, what he's done. But um, good for him to get paid. And I don't blame him for taking the money, um, in all honesty. Bryce Harper still not um, signed. He's still on the market. Um, you know, when we thought these teams were colluding, um, and sure enough, you know, it looks like they were colluding to kind of set the market straight. But after the Padres have stepped out there and made this big offer, um, it doesn't seem that way. We didn't think they were going to give up massive deals. Um, but Bryce Harper is rumored to get um, to get more than Manny did. So he's probably going to get around $325, $350 million maybe. But, he, but also I've heard that he's turned down multiple $300 contracts as well. So I don't know what he's really wanting. Maybe he wants to be... Paid more than Manny Machado is three fifty. Um, think he thinks more highly than of himself than most people do in baseball. I don't think this guy is a um, Barry Bonds or or Alex Rodriguez type that got huge contracts, um, especially Alex Rodriguez did. Mike Trout, maybe you give him three hundred million dollars because he's the best baseball player in the league. Um, Bryce Harper had a couple good seasons. See, he's had some really good seasons. He's a good baseball player. But there's been a lot of times where he's been average. Um, so I don't think you can pay this guy $300 million. Manny Machado has even been better than Bryce Harper batting-wise. And his, his on defense, he is, his positions, Manny Machado's position is a lot uh, better um, of a position to have a good defensive, and defensive person at than Bryce Harper. So I, I don't know if a team's going to go out there and pay him that much. I think the Phillies are looking into getting him and they've been out to see him multiple times to try and get something done so we'll see where he lands and what he lands for i think it will be more than manny i think that's what he's wanting i think he was waiting for manny machado to sign first so that has happened bryce harper should be signed pretty soon in that couple weeks um so i mean Go out there and get paid, man. Um, go out there and get paid. By all means, $300 million guaranteed. It's crazy, crazy contracts there at Major League Baseball. Speaking of crazy contracts and crazy money, the AAF already in the second week, um, so they couldn't make payroll apparently. Those are the rumors. They had to get a $250 million donation or, I mean, you can consider it a donation, maybe a buy, a buyout to help these people out. Um, 
they said the rumors were that they are they they could were going to miss um, the payroll. Now the AAF has come out and declined these claims. Um, I hope it isn't true, but it wouldn't surprise me either. Depending on how um, you want to see it, the, the AAF said it was just a donation to kind of help us out because um, this person who did donate the two hundred fifty million dollars believes in the league. Or you can look at it as maybe they're not making as much money as they hoped, and um, maybe it's some trouble down the down the way. But I can guarantee you, from the public aspect and look of it, it does not bode well. It does not look well for them. So um, I hope them the best. I, I you know football, uh, more football's uh, better than not having enough football. Um, we miss it after the NFL conti- uh, goes out, but uh, after the Super Bowl. But you know. I don't know if they'll succeed if they're already having issues in the second week. No, we're going to the third week this week, this weekend here. So, good luck for them. Um, I hope they can get it done now. Um, on my next topic here, um, and this broke into many conversations over the weekend with Zion Williams and Duke. Uh, the Duke player, um, we all know Zion Williams, the best player in college basketball right now. He's going to go number one overall pick in the NBA draft. Well, he was playing their night against the. Um, well, he was playing their night. He tore right through his shoe and injured his knee within 36 seconds of the first quarter against the huge rivalry, uh, the North Carolina Tar Heels. Um, blew right through his shoe. I mean, just extremely. Ripped his shoe apart in the first 36 seconds, and he was out the whole game. Um, some have paid upwards of $10,000 for tickets for this game to watch um, their best player and and to be the number one pick in an NBA, and they were disappointed because they, they didn't get to see him play. Um, and then not only that, the Tar Heels blew out number one Duke. So they put it to him. Um, I don't know if they they lost all their confidence when Zion went out, but uh, they didn't play very well, and we didn't see much from the other guys. And uh, people turned off the TV probably when when Zion Williams went out. So, um, so that led into discussions about should Zion sit out and not risk his NBA career? Should he continue to play for the Duke Blue Devils, or should he sit out? Um, I wouldn't blame Zion for sitting out if you really wanted to go that path because, uh, let's be honest, this isn't about playing for Duke. This is a next step to the NBA. Um, he has come out, though, and said that he, uh, even if he could have gone straight to the NBA, which there is a rule that says you have to be 19 years old before you can join the NBA because you can't come out of high school and go that he would, if he couldn't have joined, uh, if he could have, if he could have joined the NBA, he still would have gone to Duke to get the experience um, right out of high school. But I don't see him sitting out because to me, he's not the type of player. Um, he wants to play for Duke. He, he wants to get that college experience before he goes to the NBA. Um, there was a lot of people though that were tweeting him and and out there on uh, the Twitter and Facebook. Um, and talking about it, just about um, sitting down and and just don't play. And 
there is no point in you risking your career uh, for the for college basketball, especially when you don't get paid. And um, Boogie Cousins came out, and you know he had a good discussion about it, and they just all sorts of people were telling him not to play. Now I think he will play and continue to finish the season, especially since they have a chance to win the championship this year with him playing. Um, then that led into discussion of should college athletes get paid? It's a big question. Um, there's so many questions into that one question. So many things you got to think about. How would you go about deciding who and how much to they get paid? Who gets paid and how much? Are they all getting paid the same? Is Zion Williams a guy that's going to bring in the president, the ex president of the United States, Barack Obama, and superstars come watch him play? Is is he going to get paid the same amount as um, the last guy on the roster? How do you go? How does the NCAA can um, figure out how, how to do that? How do they figure it out? I don't know. If you pay Zion, then you would have to pay every sport, every player. You got you you know you got to play every sport. It's it's all about equality in the NCAA. About um, uh, you know. Every player is treated the same. So you'd have to pay the football team, the basketball team, the rowing team, the, the um, lacrosse team, everything. And how would schools afford to pay them unless they're paying them just a margin um, percentage, not, not, not really worth it. That's a lot of people to pay. A lot of people. How can they afford it? Um, it opens up a bunch of different subjects about what I just asked. The, the, the how 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 are they going to afford it? Who are they who, now? They got to pay all athletes. How much are they going to pay athletes? Um, I've heard about maybe if you bring in a lot of market to have teams watch you, then you get paid because you you're making that money. Um, to me personally, I don't think they should get paid by the schools, um, but they should be able to market their own name. There's a lot of NCAA rules that are stupid, and it goes for football and any sport, basically, and basketball, um, etc. That there's a, a rule that a coach cannot have a cookout with his players. Doesn't make any sense. Um, Zion can't go out there and sign autographs. Uh, he can't go out and sign autographs and sell them to make money. I don't. I think they should change that. I think that if I'm um, um, if I'm a big enough star or people want to pay to see me, I think at least I should be able to, or, or they're going to come pay Duke and stuff to, to see me, then I think well, I should be able to sell my name. It is my name. I think I should be able to sell it. Um, I, I just don't know that the, the schools can afford to pay everybody, especially the schools that don't get a lot of views and a lot of ratings and a lot of people coming in so that's just something they got to check out now the ncaa does make lots and lots of money um i just think they need to change up a couple rules to make it make it better for them um now i know the rules are broken uh, and players get paid under the table and they get they get all sorts of stuff they get cars and they get this and that to help them recruit the players these schools um obviously that happens that you know and, and some schools get caught with that and then they get fined and they get big penalties but we all know everyone's doing it now um, but there, like i said there's a lot of there's a lot of dumb rules that should be changed 
And um, I think that's something they should look into. And I think that's something because these people, these student athletes, are making so much money for the school. Especially for Duke and Zion Williams. And then you look at you know, Kyle Murray with Oklahoma and, and stars like that that bring in so many people to come watch. And so much attendance, and so many, um, so much money that uh, these players aren't getting any of it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where that fine line is on how much to pay everybody, and can they really afford to pay everybody? So, I don't think that will ever change. I don't think student athletes will get paid from the NCAA, but um, I think some rules could be changed to help these players out. And, um, so, but after all this happened with the shoe and, and, oh, the one, you know, the NBA has the rule where you have to go play one season at least. The NBA was looking to change the rule to come into the league at 18 instead of 19 where he would be able to come back in from, um, high school. Now they're saying it's not because of Zion, but it came out the day after he gets injured. It's kind of a, a coinkydink. Um, which the NBA needs to protect these kids. They do. They need to protect these kids. And if they're going to go play in college basketball, then um, you hope that they're not going to get injured and, and have these injuries that's going to risk their future. Because the, these kids are the future of the NBA. Um, they're going to bring in the big bucks for the NBA. Zion's going to make the Knicks watchable again. Um, now we all assume that the Knicks pick him number one spot. And I do believe they will if the Knicks do have the number one spot. Um, but the Knicks are kind of tanking to get that number one spot. So they're going to pick Zion, and, and, and people will tune in just to watch him. The Knicks will be bad, but we'll watch him. Just like the Mavericks, they got Doncic. And Luka's been a beast, and we'll turn on people will turn on just to watch Luka, even though the team is not going to win. But as a, bas- as a, as a player... Um, <clears throat> As a basketball player, if you feel like you can go straight to the NBA and be a good player and play with the with the NBA and the best talent in the world, then you should have that choice. The decision should not be made by the NBA. Um, there's been 45 players that have come out to to um, from high school to college, and um, some have succeeded, and some haven't. Um, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Kevin Garnett are, are three of the few that have come out and had a really great Hall of Fame career. Um, it's a huge risk to take unless you know, but it should be their choice. Um, going straight into any sport out of high school is a big risk. You've got to learn a lot. You've got to figure out the pace of play. Um, like the biggest difference between... Um, college football and NFL, they say, is the speed. The speed changes drastically. Um, it's drastic, drastically faster in the NFL. So you got you got to be able to catch up to that speed um, and figure things out a little bit faster. So I think that should be the player's choice and not the NBA's. Um, but they're looking to imp- implement that rule um, 20, um, 2022 to kind of give teams or saying college teams to – get back um, and recruit people and do things they need to do to get that back in. Um, now, let's let's jump into some NFL football here. Um, like I said, with the Steelers here, the NBA, the Antonio Brown, sorry, the NBA, 
Antonio Brown has requested a trade from the Steelers, which I wouldn't have expected them to trade him uh, because automatically, if they trade Antonio Brown, they're going to lose $21 million in the cap hit, and in my opinion, they should keep him and make him play or sit out. Um, but they said they're going to work on trading him. Now, I've never seen a team just trade away their best player um, and take a $21 million cap hit. It'd probably be the first time in NFL that that someone's willing to trade somebody. Take a $21 million cap hit. Um, I thought they were just going to say, okay, well, you you know, just because you demanded a trade doesn't mean we're going to trade you. So, um, but they're willing to look into trading him. Um, the GM of the Steelers have come out and said that the Big Ben has the authority to do whatever he wants. Um, basically saying it's Big Ben, Big Ben and then everybody else. He said Big Ben even has the right to call everybody out, including me. He's giving Big Ben way too much control um, and too much power. And I could see, you know, he's giving him, sorry, he's giving Big Ben way too much control, way too much power, and they just got to kind of stick with it because of the fact that he's their quarterback. What are they going to do? Get rid of their quarterback? Um, they don't, they don't grow on trees. And when you got a big one, you got to kind of stick by him. Um, but um, that is just way too much. The GM should not have come out and said that. Uh, with it, with you know, I could see like like a player like Brown getting frustrated with the Steelers. I think players that have had have earned it, like Big Ben and Rodgers and Brady and Breeze and Brown and Zeke and people that have earned the right in this league that are superstars, that are all stars. I think they have earned the right to voice their opinion and thoughts to the teams and players. Um, but it's probably best not to do that in the media. Do it. Do that man to man. Be a leader. Big Ben goes out on his radio show every week and he calls out players and he throws Brown under the bus and everything else. Um, I don't think that's right. I think as a leader, you need to talk man-to-man with people. You need to um, be that leader in the locker room, but you you don't go to the media and criticize people, even if you do have that power. Big Ben has had too much power and the Steelers got to stick by him. I could see, though, why Antonio Brown... And Le'Veon Bell would get frustrated with that. But Le'Veon Bell has created such... Not Le'Veon Bell, sorry. Antonio Brown has created such a toxic environment there that they kind of kind of have, have to let him go. He's out there liking posts that says Ben Ben Roethlisberger's uh, Ben Roethlisberger. And he's he's calling out people. He's calling out the Steelers, uh, Big Ben, and, and everything else. So you can't, you can't bring him back. But... Trading him and and letting you yourself lose twenty one million dollars in the cap, and you're probably not going to get a whole lot back for him because the the team that get, takes him has to take on his contract, and then they're going to have to give him a, a big huge. Um, well, he's wanting a big huge contract extension, so we'll we'll go from there and see what happens and who he gets traded to. Um. Now I keep seeing Antonio Brown, and I keep seeing a lot of options on him going to the Green Bay Packers. And I, you know, there's a lot of, especially on Facebook, there is a lot of articles that say, oh, Le'Veon Bell to the Green Bay, Antonio Brown to Green Bay, and every free agent ever to Green Bay Packers. And I don't usually um, look into it because it's just clickbait to get you 
to click on the crap, and that's about it. But then I turn on ESPN, and I start seeing everybody's talking about Antonio Brown to the Green Bay Packers. Makes sense and is a good fit. And I'm like, well, if they're ta- if they're looking at like they're taking that take on it, and, and they're seeing this, maybe that's an option. Maybe that's an option for the Green Bay Packers. In my first opinion, I was thinking, no, he's a cancer to the locker room. There's no way Green Bay Packers are signing him. Um, but the more I thought about it, the more it does make sense if they're willing to spend money and they're willing to take the chance on Antonio Brown. A lot of Packer, a lot of Packer fans are in a win now mode and getting Rodgers that help on the offensive side that he needs um, would be huge for us. It'd be huge if Antonio Brown would come in here and play with an elite quarterback. Uh, but uh, you know that would definitely make this offense spark. Um, plus, Lafleur wants to get the running game going with Jones being a good running back. This offense would open up. It would op- the running back running game would open up the passing game, and the defense would have to figure out how to cover Antonio Brown and then Devontae Adams, and to have two elite wide receivers on your team would be amazing. I think it's worth the risk, honestly. Um, I think we would be able to make him happy here. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is the type of person to go call him out and individually. Now, Pete Rodgers has called people out in the media before, but it, it hasn't been um, individually that I've noticed that he's attacking somebody. So, um, you got to take a risk if you want to win. But the question is, how much are you willing to give up for Brown? Are you going to have to take it on his big contract, and then he wants guaranteed money as well, which that's kind of iffy. Is he worth a first-round pick? I don't think so. I'm thinking more of a third and a third or fourth. Um, but if you want to get the deal done, I'm fine with trading. We have two second-round picks this year. I'm trying to find a trading with our second first-round pick and maybe a third for him. I know Brian G has gone has done good things and is more aggressive than Ted Thompson is but this may be a little too much for the Packers to pull off because we don't usually pull off things like this um we don't pull things off like this we're usually not that aggressive but Brian came in last year and I'm talking about our our basically general manager Brian his name is Gunskin something and I call him Brian G he's been more aggressive than Ted Thompson has on the off on the free agency market uh, we were close to landing Khalil Mack. That didn't happen, though. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how aggressive he's going to be, but he's also has a reputation of sending guys away that have uh, personality issues and stuff. So I don't think he's going to bring in uh, another guy that continues to be an issue on the team, continues to be a um, problem in the locker room. Would I like it? Of course. If, if they said tomorrow breaking Antonio Brown's traded to the Green Bay Packers, of course, I'd be excited. Hey, look, this offense is going to be great. Good luck stopping these two wide receivers with Rodgers. It's going to be great. Would I have my concern about what kind of player Antonio Brown is? Yes. Would I have my concern about how much we're going to pay him? Yes. Would I have my concern on that he's 30 years old? Yes, all those are concerns. But... Is it worth the risk if you want to win? I think it is. Um, that would be a great pickup for us, but I, I don't think it happens. Remember, guys, I talked earlier. 
a couple podcasts ago about lowering your expectations. I'm going to lower my expectations on this, and we'll just have to wait and see what happens in the free agency market. As you can probably hear, Annabelle is crying again. I am going to go in there and see if I can tame her and keep her calm. Um, I am done with this topics this week. I look forward to coming on next weekend and continuing to do this podcast show for you guys. Um, well, really, honestly, it's for me. I like to do it. I like to talk. I like to talk about sports, and this is something, some way I can do that. So, um, like I said, I'm always here for you guys. If you want to reach out, uh, get a hold of me, please do so. Um, comment anything you have, need to say about my podcast, uh, any topic you want to talk about, if I mention it or not, just, just hit me up. Other than that, I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. It is almost, uh, well, tomorrow's Sunday, and then we got, you know we start next week. And I hope everyone continues to relax, chill out, and have a good weekend and head into next week well-rested. All right, guys, good to see you, and we will talk to you guys later. All right, bye-bye.